Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of the KO'd Convo. And looking at the title at first, you're probably thinking, why in the blue hell does Keenan have a guest named after a boat on his show? Well, it's not just any guy named after a boat. It's Sir Yacht, a.k.a. Joey Kinsley. He is a fellow battling bishop of Ohio Wesley, and he has taken social media by storm. He's the perfect example of a Cleveland Browns fan, as as you'll see on his Twitter, with his classic rants and dives into Lake Erie and things of that nature, which we'll talk about in a minute. But he is a, a great guy to talk to. Really proud of where he's from, really proud of where he lives, and uh, and you'll hear all about that in a moment. So we're going to take a quick, quick break, and we'll be right back with Sir Yacht. Enjoy. Now, welcome back to the KO'd Convo, and we have a special guest today because this man is a social media icon. He's won multiple awards for being the best diver into Lake Erie. He is the CEO of Ohio and currently on his currently on his statewide tour around Ohio, going to different towns, seeing what the towns are like. It is Sir Yacht, otherwise known as Joey Kinsley. Joey, how are you? I'm I'm live from beautiful Cambridge, Ohio. It's been fun so far, and I get to do a little more touring in the city tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to it. There you go. There you go. So obviously, it, the the first question I have is everyone's trying to get national media attention and especially national recognition on like Twitter and something like that. But some for somehow, you've seemed to keep it local. Like you you really like the lo- locality of it and. Uh, you're, you're based up up near Cleveland, but you, you're using Ohio as a whole to your advantage. Is that is that kind of like a strategy that that you thought about getting that local attention, or or was it just kind of going with the flow kind of deal? You know, it's funny. It, it, the way it got kind of introduced is when um, I was quarantining. Uh, I I hopped on TikTok and started making stuff and. Um, there was a couple videos I thought really funny about like Ohio and like some stereotypes. So I was like, I'll make, I'll make one about like, uh, what traffic laws in Ohio mean or whatever. And it blew up and then I started making more Ohio things. And, um, yeah, I didn't think about the locality, but I mean, people here, I mean, Ohio gets a bad rap nationally. So, um, anytime anybody can see their town or their, or their state, or their hometown tied into something positive, I think they share it. I think they're, uh, they like become like attached to it because people from here really, uh, it's, it's all about family. It's all about hometowns and stuff. But yeah, I got invited to a, uh, a, a wonderful city called Struthers, uh, suburb of Youngstown, I think in August. And, uh, they're like, Hey, we want you to do a, uh, a video for our city, kind of just torn it. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then it kind of, once that did well, it, it snowballed from there. And now it's just, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So it's, uh, it, it's turned into quite the gig. Yeah, no kidding. And and if, if you follow him on Twitter, you you you'll see him do a bunch of stuff. Dre, he's uh he's pretty uh, famously known for dressing up as a uh, Waldo and going to uh, Cleveland Indians yep. and the the Indians yep. him out a couple times. But you did talk about uh, something positive. Hopefully, people get something positive. That is ev- everyone except the uh, Paul brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm a fan of Logan right now, though. He's uh he's a good dude. Jake is uh I think he's just 
surround himself. He, he he has really bad people around him. Such so as he, I don't know. I hope he changes. But it was funny a year ago today. I uh, I was supposed to or like around Christmas, but it started today. I was supposed to box Logan um, around a year ago, and because uh, he challenged, I challenged his brother as a joke, but then Logan didn't know it was a joke, and then he challenged me. <laughs> but then he backed out because uh, I just didn't have I don't have the following that he does and, I, and it would have it wouldn't have like been anything good for him. Well now Logan's like like Floyd, Floyd Floyd Mayweather called him out last night and wants to box him. So I'm like holy cow I'm one fight away from fighting Floyd Mayweather over here. So so it's kind of it, it's funny how that stuff. I'm telling you man, social media is nuts. Today uh, I'm just gonna go on a, a tangent here. I guess um, I put out a tweet. I always do I, I do all these tweets. Like if some if something happens I'll eat chicken McNuggets for every retweet and like it gets. So, so the the one I did was if Notre Dame beats Clemson, I'll eat a chicken McNugget for every retweet and like this gets. Well, Notre Dame won, which I didn't think was going to happen. So that total retweets and likes are about 3,000. So I'm like, how do I get 3,000 chicken McNuggets? I have no idea. Well, today I'm driving down to Cambridge. I get an email from a global agency that represents McDonald's and says, we are going to send you 3000 chicken McNuggets. I'm like, Oh my God, it's nuts. So I got to figure out, I want to do like some sort of like charity thing where I have maybe like 30 people eating a thousand, a hundred McNuggets each. Cause I can't, it's like not humanly possible to eat 3000 chicken McNuggets. So I think I'm going to do some sort of charity event where I get, but it, the point being social media is just, it's crazy. And I'm, and I'm just trying to diversify and capitalize on as many different avenues as I can. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, another another one of your viral hits, obviously, was the first time last year you jumped – the Browns had all this hype. You jumped into Lake Erie for the first time, and that just immediately blew, blew wonders. But, hey, you jumped in Lake Erie this year, but on a more positive note, I mean, the Browns are doing pretty damn well. Knock on wood, obviously, but, uh, but, but you're brand- – that's the thing, man. I'm jumping in this year because they're good. I'm not, the last year was because they're bad, and now I think I'm just I'm just I'm just very confused, and uh, it's like a it's like a cleansing, you know. When we went, it's Lake Erie is not the cleanest thing, but jumping in is fun. It's just like it's cold and it doesn't sound fun, and, and nor is it fun at the time. But it's fun to kind of watch over time. You know, I'm like, oh, I did that. That was, that was stupid, but it's, it's just a fun thing. They're six and three. They could be seven and three after this week. The worst they're going to be is six and four. So it's just, it's nuts. It doesn't make any sense. I'm so confused. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I I have talk a little fantasy football here. I got Nick Chubb on my team and we just got him back. So that was, that was good. I mean, I know everybody, there's a whole debate about whether he should have got that second touchdown. I don't know what your thoughts on that are, but. Uh. Nick, Nick Chubb doesn't give a damn about anybody's fantasy team. And I love it. Yeah. I, you know, I feel I, I was so funny. It's like he wasn't supposed he wasn't supposed to like score a touchdown there. So like, but like he runs all the way down the one, like I get why people have him on their team. I mean, he, he had like 20 points for most leagues. So that's, I mean, people like Nick, Nick Chubb lost me my fantasy game. He's like, no, he didn't. If you have 20 points on a fantasy week, that's pretty good. Your other players lost it for years. But the spread was minus three and a half, minus four and a half, pretty much everywhere. That was, that was the consistent spread. And they lost by, and they won by three. So the fact that he didn't score, like, and eighty-five percent of people said Browns would uh, would cover the spread, so he lost like eight, like fifteen percent. They're really happy with him, but eighty-five percent of the betters not happy. And Nick Chubb could care less. He could care less. Yeah, and I, I do agree with you on this one point here. After that storm in Cleveland, the Browns need a freaking dome. <laughs> they, they need to play. 
or like a retractable roof, man. I mean, it's it's they're right. It's it's not even that they're in downtown Cleveland. They're right on the lake. Like it's. I mean, it's it's fun to play in the elements and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, when you have sideways hail coming in, I mean, I mean, Deshaun Watson arguably is a top ten quarterback. You know, probably top five, maybe you know around there. Whatever. He's top, he's at least top ten. He's a stud, and he couldn't do anything. Baker has been playing better of late, and, and it was just you couldn't throw as a running game. Um, and I mean, it's obviously, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not cutting the checks here or whatever, but I'm also not a billionaire. You know, I, I feel like if you have, I mean, it, and plus they only use the stadium, what, eight to 10 times a year for pre two preseason games and eight regular season games. Can you imagine if they had a roof, they could get so many other venues there. They could play a Super Bowl there. That'd be big for the, that'd be big for the city. I just feel like it's a, it's a small investment for a retractable roof before a giant gain. So I, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean it's there's a whole the whole money thing and everything else uh, of that nature. Well, what so a lot of you know a lot of people know you for your satirical humor and all this stuff on your bio says don't take me seriously, which a lot of people tend not to listen to, <laughs> um, as, right. as as told by your screenshots. But something a lot of people didn't expect and kind of came out of came out of nowhere was the whole. Big Ten thing in, in, in your source, and you, you became a pretty, pretty reliable Twitter journalist, my friend. I'll tell you that much. And then, uh, you know, you got national attention there. I mean, even Big Cat was doing. Has Big Cat a, a, a appeared on your show yet? By the way, no, he hasn't. It's just uh, I, I, I've been told I, I need to make a video, uh, not flaming him, but something to get his attention. Because yeah, he stopped responding to my messages and stuff. And I, I mean, get he's busy, whatever, but. I mean, come on, throw me a bone over here. I, I wasn't the one who told you. Yeah. Come on, or whatever. So, so, yeah, that's all right. So when you first – your first tweet about the Big Ten News, did you expect it to really go anywhere? Or did you just, like, put it out there kind of, like, to help, oh, like, this just this is what's going on? Yeah, so it's funny. Well, first, a lot of people thought I just kind of made up stuff. At first, and I'm like, I don't know enough about Big Ten football. I don't know about – like, a lot about legalities. Like, I, I just – intellectually could not make these things up like that is the thing yeah so a guy came to me he enjoyed the content i put out and everything a lot of things that you you said and uh he said i um, am pretty connected in the college football world the big 10 world there's a lot of things happening and the first thing he's like if you want to report this go ahead if not no big deal i said okay what is, i mean what is it and he said that the big 10 is uh, going to shut down the season um the acc might follow suit so it's like, okay, I'll, I'll put that out. And that didn't get a whole lot of attention because it was kind of – I put it out three days before. And I don't – I mean, I, I'm done, I haven't done reporting or anything. So, um, you know, it, didn't, it was just like a tweet or whatever. But then it happened and I was like, wow, okay, this is good information. Nice. Good to know. And then I don't think anything of it. So five days later, it's like the weekend um, or like the next week. So maybe like a week later. I get a text from this guy again. And he's like, hey, there's actually some pretty crazy stuff happening right now. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, there's a lot of teams thinking about jumping ship, maybe going to other conferences if they don't have a season there, pressuring them. There's a lot of legal battles going on right now. So then I started reporting that stuff, and that's when, like, Big Cat, Barstool, Pat McAfee, they all took notice, um, some other national media conglomerates, and then a lot of people who wanted to hate on a guy named after a boat, which I understand. But then that started for like, that was like a five day thing with me just like putting stuff out. And then it was the 19th of August. Kevin Warren comes out himself and says, we're not revisiting the season because of all this buzz that was generated. And like, I got absolutely 
dunked on by everybody. It was awful. The, the memes were funny, but a lot of people were like, this dude's preying on Big Ten fans and their sanity and their mental health, and he doesn't care about people. He's making stuff up. So my source calls me that night. He's like, dude, I promise you, if, I, if I'm not lying about anything, if I could tell you anything, put this out. Because of legalities, the Big Ten fall football season will happen. And that was on August 19th, and I can screenshot for you if you want. It's still there. I put it there on August 19th. I got laughed at by everybody. But then after that, like maybe five days later, things started developing. Then other people started reporting the same stuff that I was saying. So I knew like, – because like I, I'm not a reporter. So for me, at least to starting out, I needed affirmation from other people to hear it because it, like I, I get that like, you know, I'm saying this stuff. But I need it to like be said by other people for that – so I know it's true. So when other people started saying the stuff that I was saying, I was like, wow, that's uh, – that's awesome. This is very, very good information. And timetables are wrong in a lot of things. Sure. I mean, not a lot of things, but some things. I would say probably 85, 90% of the time I was, I was pretty good on everything, which is better than most people were. But it was fun, man. It was, it was a roller coaster. I've never gotten more hate in my entire life, but I've never gotten more love in my entire life. And uh, it, was, it was fun. I, um, and I've been, I've been dabbling here and there with some reporting and stuff because this guy just – is ridiculously connected. Um, he's yeah. I've seen texts, I've seen everything in between, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like I don't know how, but you're uh, you you seem to be putting together good information. So we'll so we'll we'll make it work as long as we can. Long story short, yeah, and and uh, and in the end, I mean, the you know how it goes in the in the end with the big picture. Sir Yacht was right, and uh, big. I, I'm- <laughs> Uh, big cat ended up putting you on like the his big the, like college football power rankings as number one on the yeah, that was awesome. college football show that was pretty cool um i do want to talk a yeah. uh, couple more things here i do want to talk about your your background i mean how did how did why the name sir yacht i'm i'm pretty sure that's a question that's crossed your mind a bunch of times yeah, I know. There's a lot of I'd say a lot of alcohol was consumed the night I made it. But I was I was trying to make a solo name from like my music, um, and I had a name, and it just wasn't good. I didn't have it on social media. I had to like change things. So I was like, I want something that's consistent on social media, something that's catchy, something that's short. Um, so I'm in my dorm or my fraternity uh, room, dorm room at Ohio Wesleyan, my junior year, and I'm kind of just stumbling upon. Uh, you know, like I love water as a huge inspiration. So I'm like brainstorming things down and all of a sudden yacht comes up. I'm like, that's cool. No one really has yacht kind of, that was before little yachty was even a thing. So I was like, I don't even, whatever. And then sir, cause I didn't want people to know as a band. So I was like, Mr. Sir, like detective, professor, doctor, whatever. I was like, sir, sounds good. And sir, yacht, sir. It just like, it flowed. It was like, this works. It's available on social media. So I just took it. And I know, I, I mean, that was way before I made content. That was probably like two years at least two, a, a little more than two years before I started making content. Because my first rant, my first video was on the Browns going 0-16. And, and I scouted a bunch of places in Lake Erie that Hugh Jackson could jump into because he said he would do it if they won 0-16. Uh, and then SportsCenter Snapchat picked it up. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'll guess, I guess I'll start making some content. So I started making some rants and kind of developed into what it is today. But, yeah, it's – I don't know, man. It's, I can't even keep up with this stuff. It's It's – I, it, it, it doesn't even feel real. It does. It does not. I'm so blessed. It's, it, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. I think, I think you really hit it on the head when you got a uh, Hugh Jackson who calls you Sir Yatch, by the way, he didn't call you Sir Yatch, Sir Yatch, uh, get to, uh, yeah. to WAP, which I thought was pretty, pretty hysterical. Um, so I'm in a, I'm in a hotel room that night at like two, I wake up at like two thirty, and, uh, 
<laughs> like this, I just like have this stupid idea. And I, I go buy a $60 cameo of Hugh Jackson and tell him, cause I know he's not going to say the actual meaning for WAP. So I'm like, all right, I'm looking up like some other things I can say. What are, what are some other sayings? I, I stumble upon wings and pizza. I'm like, Oh, that's good. And it has to, cause one of the lines is macaroni in a pot. That's some wings and pizza. So I'm like, all right, he'll think it's like some like food thing. Well then like TMZ and all the like bars and all these people picked it up. Like, Oh my God, I feel so bad. But I didn't think it would blow up. I just like, it was like a late night thought. I, I did it. I did it for fun, man. It's just, it's so, it's so stupid. I don't, I don't understand anything. <laughs> well, well, Hugh Jackson is an, uh, he's actually is a great guy though, right? He does a lot of charity. He's probably- he, yeah, so he has his um it's for anti it's again it's anti human trafficking. Um and, and every like that's like well like oh he's everyone's like, Well he's not have any money, like why is he doing this? He's deep he dug so low for like publicity. It's like no, he Jackson's still getting paid by the Browns. Like he he made a lot of money. Money's not a thing. He has a tequila business. He don't he donates all the money, hundred percent of the proceeds to his anti human trafficking foundation, Hugh Jackson Foundation. And he is a great guy. Like football aside, like people I mean it's it's tough, man. It's tough business. I mean people are like, Oh, he put the blame on a lot of people. It's like when you, when you're a hated person because of like you're not because of your job and stuff and your livelihood, like it's it's hard. I understand. It's he I yeah, I think he's a great guy. I mean it's it, it it's just sad, man. People kind of treat people like that. It's, it, but he's a good guy. Yeah, he, he does a lot of good stuff. Good, good, yeah. Um, all right, um, uh, last thing here for you. I, I know you're uh, big into music, and you got your got your band called the uh, Maui Ski Club. Um, and if if you don't pick up the humor in that, then I don't. Then you don't know humor, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, Maui Ski Club. You guys just came out with like your your big new single, I think, from a label. Is that correct? Um, yeah, it's called uh, it's called No One Feels Bad for You. I put it out last year as a solo song. Um, this label I've been in contact with, a small label out of New Jersey called Water Sound. They uh, wanted to remix, remaster, and, and and release it as a Maui Ski Club thing. So we've been a band for about four years, and. Uh, we just started doing this stuff uh, with the label. So we kind of re- not rebranded, but we, um, yeah, professionally remixed and professionally, excuse me, professionally mixed, professionally mastered and uh, put it out. And yeah, it's exciting, man. It's cool. It's, it's always cool to have someone like a, a, a cool label kind of backing your music up and helping you promote it and things like that. So we'll see what, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And as a, as a, a two battling bishops, I mean, you just went back to it, didn't you? How was that? I did, man. I'm gonna be there Tuesday too. I'll be there. I'll be there this Tuesday. I'm, I'm gonna film for. Uh, I'm gonna film for Destination Delaware, the uh, tourism board there for the county, and then I'm gonna film for the school uh, later in the afternoon. So I'll be doing a lot of stuff there. So yeah, dude, it's great. I, I I miss it. That was the first time I was there in like two years. So it was just like, and it's like you don't forget. Like I don't know. I just I I love the school. I love I love being there. It's love playing basketball there. So when did you when did you graduate? Uh, I graduated 2019. Okay, so you were there my uh, – I think my senior year was your freshman year, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, – like that. Yeah, yeah. You were you were there. I mean, Branch Ricky looks a lot better than when you played. I'll, when you played, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks, man, because they've done a lot of nice uh, – and they're doing a lot of nice renovations. I'm like, man, I mean, come on. Like, we were pretty good. We We had a pretty good basketball team, so – but hey, man, it's, it'll be cool to go back and watch some games there. You know, once all this COVID stuff kind of goes under the haywire. But um, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's 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 great school. I mean, and I think the biggest thing is the people there are super awesome. Um, and I really just I I missed it a lot. So I'm gonna go back Tuesday and 
Uh, if things go well, I think I'll go there uh, every so often. So it'll be yeah. a good time. Gotta go back. Gotta go back. Well, uh, Joey, it's it's uh, obviously great to talk to you. I mean, the things you've you've done via social media and, and adjusting to this to this new brand of uh, communication is astronomical, especially in the in the Ohio area. So, thank you for thank you for coming on the KO Convo, man. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to coming back on in the future. Huge thanks to Sir Yacht for coming on the show today for Episode 8. If you want to find out more about him, you can obviously follow him on social media, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is, at Sir Yacht. He's also got a live stream show Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern called The Yacht Club, which also happens to be his uh, fan base name. That will be on Periscope. Once again, The Yacht Club, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Immersive music, take us home. <laughs>